1: Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings
0: from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
1: Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. What's happening? Happy Friday. Oh, is it ever? It's so, it baby. And you know who else it's a happy Friday Let's for? Happy Friday. Steve Kerr because he's going to give you some good news right now if you're a Warriors fan. Listen to Steve Kerr, NBA, ESPN Radio. That's right, Friday. More good news for Warriors fans according to Kerr.
0: Listen. Steph uh, (laughs) fully expects to play. Um, Horford uh, rolled on top of him during the scrum for the loose ball, and – I don't really know the extent of the injury. He's not going in for an MRI or anything like that. Um, and he says he'll be ready to go, so uh, I believe him.
1: It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Jay, I mean, it's Friday. We should be relaxed, having a good time. But go ahead, start making your sports point.
2: <laughs> um, you know, I, it, was, it was funny. I was talking to one of my boys yesterday and living in New York City for as long as I have. I've had moments when I've been younger or you're out, you're hanging out, you know, you're walking around and you step off the curb and you just, you don't see it, you're not paying attention, maybe, and you roll your ankle, right? And it happened to one of my boys and his ankle literally was black and blue for like a week. And he's like, man, like this high ankle sprain, just can't get off it, right? And we were talking, like, so you had that happen to you like a couple of years ago. It took you a week to get over it. Now imagine somebody 6'9, 240 pounds falling on your ankle. And even though you can say, hey, it's not as bad as it was. You know, two months ago when Marcus Smart dove on your ankle that forced you to be out for a long time. For a guy that moves around off the ball as much as Steph moves throughout the course of a game, you talk about the term perpetual motion. That is Steph Curry in a nutshell, right? It, it, like, it's almost like he moves in an infinity-like state. He's always moving around. So for a guy that pushes off, I really do think he'll have a lot of shorts tonight initially, that shots that will be short because of his ankle or his foot being stiff. Now he can settle into the game, but I think initially who else is going to pick up the slack for them offensively and come out and help carry the load at the beginning of the game because I think Steph is going to be it's going to be tender for him.
3: Yeah, when 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 a guy usually has some sort of ankle injury, the first initial jolt is always painful. So you're going to see the grimace, you're going to see the calm nature of of the pain but laying on the floor, or laying on the field and see the grimace of so the first thing you're going to say is, oh, my God, it really looks egregious. There's something really wrong with it. Mind you, he did stay in the game. The only reason why he came out the game is because of, as Steve Kurt. Kirk- Pointed out, They're down by 14 points, two minutes to go. Why would you keep him in the game? You just get him out of the game, rest him up. That's why immediately after the game, Steph Curry said, I think I'm going to play on Friday. And now as of yesterday, we know he's going to play today. So I'm not overly worried as much as Jay is about those sort of things because Jay's looking at the motion, the ability for him to be able to move around and stay quick like he's been in the past. I think he still will be that guy because once he told me on Thursday he was going to play basically on Friday, I knew it wasn't
2: that deep and that serious. So a couple of things, Max, when you roll your ankle, like and I've rolled my ankle many a times and have stayed in games, your adrenaline is so high, right? You're like, oh, I'll stay in it. And you, you typically strap your shoe up tighter, right? You make your ankle brace tighter in order to keep the swelling down. It's typically the day afterwards where you start getting that, that ankle tightness. And for Stiffness, me, yeah. if it's his left leg, if anything, defensively now, if I'm Boston, I'm forcing him to be a driver, right? Because think about it, As a righty, he's jumping off that left leg every single time. So it, is your lift the same as it was before? Or now you're doing more things off two feet that slows you down? So once again, I'm not letting you get going and transition. I'm not letting you get shots. I'm forcing you to be a driver jumping off that left leg.
1: N- not only is it normally – I think everyone can relate to not a high ankle sprain necessarily, but some kind of rolling of your ankle. And when it's think of how much worse a high ankle sprain is. Even if you just roll your ankle kind of just for a second, like, ah, you might be limping for the rest of the day, but a high ankle sprain, boy, you're out of commission. And I'm not and is saying it, he has and one. It, but, but, and
3: is it his ankle or is it his foot? His foot. His foot, it's his yeah. foot. So it's a totally different injury than a foot. is totally different than an ankle. It's not the same. Yeah, and In by the way, The way, way even, that they landed on him— I, it didn't really I look, like it his didn't ankle look like it didn't look like it didn't, and it didn't look like he'd be land, missing no. time or something like that. No, 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 no. it didn't look uh-uh. like that. But it just but,
1: looked hard because the dude's big. But this series, we've seen Steph play great and really not get timely contributions from teammates that you'd want. Now, I mean, Steph is always like the engine of a team, right? He's the guy making it happen. But in this series, <laughs> in particular. He's had to make it happen, and sometimes that hasn't been enough because he hasn't had contributions. Now guy's really probably going to have to pick up the slack, Jay, according to
2: your analysis of it. Somebody's going to have to pick up the slack. Maybe more than one, right? Regardless for them to win this damn series. I mean, let's be honest about it. Boston looks like a younger, more energetic team. Now, granted, Golden State has been in all these games. So Golden State, game one had a double-digit lead before Jalen Brown goes crazy in the fourth quarter, right? Game two, they obviously, they come out, they put their stamp on game two. Draymond plays his tail off, they win that ball game. Game three, you know, Boston comes out, they play hard from the beginning, but still, third quarter run, Golden State's there. But I would make this point, because a lot of people say, well, Golden State always seems like they're there, let's give them an advantage. Yo, I don't know if Golden State is not as battle-tested over the last month and a half, two months, the way Boston has been battle-tested. It almost seems like Boston is more comfortable playing the game in the trenches because they've gone through KD Kyrie. They've gone through Giannis. They've gone through Jimmy Butler and that team of the Miami Heat. Golden and State hasn't had to do anything like that they recently. They haven't gone through that. They, yeah. Denver, you're talking about Dallas. Like it hasn't been those. That's so Memphis interesting. It was that a little bit, but Ja Morant going out, it changed that series.
1: That's so interesting because you think automatically, Golden State's the more experienced team. But, Key, it's kind of like when you talk about, yeah, they had time off, but they had too much time off. Like, Golden State's more experienced, but right now, in terms of the rhythm of the game, actually Boston has been more consistently battle-tested. They're uh, maybe a little bit more ready as a result of that. One of the things that, that struck me yesterday, that we didn't get into yesterday, was Draymond having that really bad game. But, like, it was hidden in plain sight for me. We spent... All of the show after game two, the three of us talking about what you do if you're, if you're uh, Boston. Do if you send Marcus Smart out there to try to be the bully, right, um, to set the tone? Uh, does that box Draymond? Because if Boston does that and then teams are warned, now Draymond can't retaliate. Key, you were like, man, they're going to talk to the players before this game, make sure it doesn't get too chippy and out of control. But all of that, to me... I don't know if it led to or not. You tell me. That was the prologue. Then the game starts and Draymond doesn't play with force, as he said. After game four, after game three, he said, I didn't play with force. How much of that was because after game two, it was such a big deal about his
3: antics in game two? That could be the case. I mean, it could could be the case where he was, even though he said what he said on his podcast or in his interviews about he's got to be Draymond Green and play a certain way, but if 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 the coaches or whoever is walking up to you telling you you know what they're watching you tonight be just be careful because they're not going to put up with this it could take something away from them it could have that could very well be the case but I don't want to lose sight of they lose to Boston in the in the second half of a game and, and all of a sudden we like starting to act as though we're finding every excuse as to why Golden State is going to lose this particular series where after game two we found every excuse to talk about why they're going to win it well, i don't want to get i want to be that guy here's what Switching draymond blowing
1: like the wind here's what draymond had to say it has been a series that has blown back and forth so far but this is what draymond had to say about what he needs to do differently in game four
3: i approached the game differently everything else falling in play There's no big x and no adjustment in the nba finals you know what they do they know what you do now who gonna go play with the more force and win the game they did that tonight we got to come out and do that on friday
2: so if i'm dre what i'm trying to do if i'm steve kerr first off i'm going to utilize my bench more i'm going to get younger guys in the game to spell minutes for my older guys and kaminga and also moses moody and secondly and more importantly i'm going to increase the tempo of the game Like Golden State needs to find ways in which they can score easily. That has to happen in transition. How do you get Draymond Green going? You force him on rebounds or after made shots. You push that damn ball down the court as fast as possible. You get shots, you get momentum, but it also starts for him on the defensive end. But playing faster is what they need to do.
1: Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. Yes, the Warriors need Draymond Green to get in the zone tonight in Game Uh, 4. Get in the zone is brought to you by... AutoZone, there in it is. AutoZone, Auto one franchise. Are they heading toward a dynasty. What would you call? It? While another is heading toward the end of one.
4: slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike.
1: g Sean, J-Will, and Max,
4: the
2: podcast. So this whole thing, Key, I've never heard of milkshakes at cookouts. Why are you talking about milkshakes at cookouts? Because it's a thing that's been going on. It's been happening, Max. Have you not heard about this?
1: I haven't heard about it, but... I'm trying to think of how I would feel about that. I might feel pretty good if someone handed me after I'm done eating a milkshake at a cookout.
2: No. No. No, you don't do... But it's like you saying mean, spaghetti
1: and meatballs. You're not expecting it, but if someone... I'm just trying to think of my reaction if someone handed me one.
3: I'd be like, what's this? Well, it's first of all, it's going to be too damn hot. Yeah. It should be hot because most people having cookouts, you know, and on the weekends, and it's probably hot and nice out, at least out here it is, in... It's gonna just be watered down. You're drinking milk. I wonder if at the end you think it's something in there. You know what I mean,
1: Key? Like it's spiked with something. You would think if someone handed you a milkshake. Mm,
3: nah, I, I don't. I don't see a milkshake at a cookout. Frozen drink, maybe. Just maybe, depending on if we come into your spread. Max, you probably have frozen drinks out at the poolside, something like that. But for the most <laughs> the part, daiquiris. yeah, for the most part, nobody has blended drinks at a yeah. cookout. Yeah, they really just don't. Takes too much damn time to blend stuff. And do all of that. That's
2: right. The yeah. only thing I'm blending Why are like pina coladas. This? Why are we
3: talking pina about Pina coladas this? are the thing I would blend. Yeah. Uh, wait, somebody somebody talked about it. I don't know who it was, but somebody wait, talked wait, about wait, it. Wait, wait. So wait, Alisa wait, Lang. Wait, okay. Wait, Jay. Yes.
2: Alyssa Lang brought this up. Yes. But she wasn't talking about an actual cookout that has like burgers and fries and stuff like that. Y'all ever been to cookout like the the <laughs> restaurant? You can get oh. Right. oh, but this is that's on That's what she meant by the tweet. She, she spelled asked-
4: it, but cookout the restaurant is spelled... C O O K space O U T. Yeah, yeah. I'm not she not just spelled that. a cookout. I'm yeah, not. I'm not buying tweet, that
2: theory by Yates on that's her tweet. Just, she says, "What is the best uh, cookout milkshake I, I think flavor that has and to why be is right. it strawberry cheesecake?"
0: Which is a flavor at Cookout
2: Creamery. Bec- uh, that that's has a to. Be, no, no,
1: Yates has to be right about this because are we really talking about just regular cookouts with strawberry cheesecake? I saw a cookout
2: and I interpreted <laughs> that as like a summertime oh, cookout. Oh, so, it's so a restaurant yeah. cookout. Okay, yeah, well that's different. okay, that makes sense. Fire too, by the way, and it's cheap. Forty seconds, it's cheap doesn't that, Where's cookout I've never been doesn't brick Ross have a lot of no that's wingstop yeah, i in the swing south swing cookout yeah cookouts. In oh like, okay Virginia's I'm trying to remember stuff like
3: that Georgia yeah, that. Georgia south Carolina. Yeah, but, south Carolina. but I don't North drink North Carolina, but, I don't, like but I don't I don't do milkshakes regardless anyway I don't why not I'm trying to think of how many
1: years it's been since I could have something like a strawberry cheesecake milkshake can, at least 15 can, 20 tough, years sweet. I watch Man, you eat Jay? breakfast every no no morning. but I can
2: not no if I do that I'm I'm messing up you I'm messing up and it's too sweet yeah. Really? Key okay, wins last so you never had a milkshake.
3: No, I have I have plenty of milkshakes. Years. Okay, okay. Years. I probably haven't had a milkshake in 20 30 years though. Yeah. Man. Some of the things we had some preparation with Miami off-ball actions. Now we're taking it to a, another level with the, their execution and their shooters. Just
0: respect in terms of understanding what he brings to the table on that end the floor. He's relentless. He's physical. He's smart. Finds a you know a, a way to be in the right place at the right time. So we gotta make it as tough as possible and you know make sure nothing
2: is easy because if it's easy, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a tough tough time. Yeah, play that C breezy, Yates. Tell him I'm telling you, Chris Brown over Michael Jackson. I said it. I'm with you, Ryan Clark. And there are reasons you don't want to really. I mean, yeah, I'm you know saying I mean, dancing music stop. Dancing music—that's all I'm focused I mean, on. Uh, it's Friday, Michael Let Jackson. Jackson me be, okay? You're talking
1: about music from 40 years ago. It still sounds good. I, I hear you. you. Stand I the just, test of I'm time. just
2: more of a Chris Preezy guy. That's yeah. you know, that's me. You're a Michael Jackson guy. That's Oh
3: no, no, no. Don't frame me. <laughs> Gee, nobody's framing anything. Key. I'm I'm MJ. I'm sorry. I don't. You can say what you want to say. I just I'm don't Jackson. like the way
1: Jay, better, I don't like the way Jay phrased it. Is the who's
2: day. a better who's a better dancer? I mean, Chris I'm, Brown, I'm man. Judging
1: people's dancing Chris now, Chris Brown, but, man. But yes. you
2: have to put it in the we're, context
1: of its era, Jay. We're breaking. Uh, you know, it's like watching Doctor J dunk a ball. Of course, guys improve on it, but in its day, there was
3: nothing Mike like was it. Mike was trying to have a concert at sixty, man. Come on, now. He was getting ready <laughs> to go on a world tour. And so, I mean, I, look, man. I don't want to turn the conversation into MJ, but. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it,
1: <laughs> this is, it, it does. This it's is a, like yeah, it his 58th best song. Stop I, 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 it. You know I, I, what I, I mean?
2: I, I know, not 58,
3: 98, so, 98. Okay, so Michael Jackson, not
2: even the top hundred. Better singer, I, I give you that. But yeah. Chris Brown, better dancer.
1: Yeah, but like for example,
2: yeah. in Motown 25, said, though, when Michael Jackson, say, goes, look, look, I said I would take the whole package of Chris Brown over Michael Jackson. Oh, whoa, that's what? Raising? Whoa, what? Listen, here's the thing. I can't with everybody. Hey, yo.
1: Here's the thing. In Motown 25, (laughs) when Michael Jackson broke out the moonwalk, that
3: changed, like, everything in popular culture all around the world. Jay wasn't even born when Motown 25 came out. Well, what year did that come out? But that's like,
1: that was like 83 or okay, uh, 84. I, think I, was 80, three. I was three. I was three. So, you guys yeah, are 20, I saying. understand. No, you he don't guys know 25 years <laughs> old. <laughs> he you guys I'm are grown man already. <laughs> I get at the
0: club. Yo, that was
1: like Dr. Jay dunking from the foul line. It, it blew everyone's mind. And who
3: we, did it better?
2: Michael Jordan did it better. We forget it Chris Brown did the tribute on BET. Thank you. was in mirror in his hole. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all sound old right now.
3: Yes. when that happened, I love Chris Brown, dog. Yeah. I ain't even go front. Chris Brown is very talented. I got, you know, I call you all the time and tell you to play Chris Beezy. Breezy, all the He's time. Like Chris Beezy? all Breezy, all the time. <laughs> See, but at the end of the day, <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing like Mike, man. I'm nah, just that's, sorry. That's I, he fact. ain't no real Chris that's Breezy.
2: See, Jay, Jay going with the, oh, well, Chris Brown can make art, and he can hoop. Yeah, and, thank you. You know, he, he Well, Mike Cole can hoop. I just can't call it the package. You no, know No, Prince. I mean. Prince can hoop. Yeah. Oh, Prince, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man, Mike, Glasses. hey, Prince Jay, one thing
3: before you move, Max, that Super doesn't... Bowl. So, wait, what? Uh,
2: I can't with Key. I can't. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> Why he you leaning doing it right things? now? Why are you <laughs> What is wrong? Oh, my God, you? he's You're really holding pool. it, too. Stop. I think Key's Stop. shot may have
3: frozen. See, you, you, you know, see. that's how young you are. You don't remember Michael Jackson just. The sta- yeah, at the <laughs> yes, Super Bowl. Yeah, I remember
2: the stare.
1: Jay, I'm trying to seriously think about a moment in popular culture, a moment that was as big, not bigger, as big as Michael Jackson, Moonwalk Motown 25. That may have been the biggest single moment in the history of worldwide popular culture. OK, right. Like so. OK, so so like maybe don't compare yeah, anybody there. I'm you sorry, know?
3: Right, man. Y'all got me fired up now about Mike. I'd have been at Mike concerts, man. I'd have watched people sit there just and, and, and just cry. Come on, man, stop. I, come I, on, Max. I, let's go. I'm not let's saying go to he's sports, a bigger Max. star, man. I didn't say that. We, just, wasting, we wasting you know, minutes.
1: We are wasting this. time. Let's this go. is
2: critical the that America or,
1: needs. Clay Thompson or Reggie Miller. Now, listen to Clay Thompson, Ooh. NBA on ESPN Shh. Radio. Shh. Talk about these finals. All right. You, look, hey.
3: <laughs> you stop moving. <laughs> Michael Jackson did
1: the moonwalk, and I was—I I, I had windmills Can within six months. Get your Go head ahead. out of the gutter.
3: Uh, hey, man. Take
1: control of yourself, a here's man. Clay, here's Clay Thompson. Listen to Clay Thompson right <laughs> okay. here.
0: Well, you have to realize that
1: time is not on our side anymore. Um, treat tomorrow as a must-win. Even though it's not a closeout game, it's still – incredibly important to get one here that was our goal the whole time and they're just uh they just outplayed us game three i mean there's no way around it that's and we're gonna you know the best part about the playoffs is how you respond and never underestimate the heart of a champion and we have a lot of those
3: Mm, just letting you know right there and there we ain't going away that's all that is we got the y'all might st- y'all might have stole one on our home court y'all might have got up one at your home on us but we're not going away because we got a heart of champions and and that's a message being sent loud and clear to Boston and Boston fans
2: I, I you know I, I I'm so pumped up for tonight obviously the games at nine o'clock on ABC so Friday night feel like have all everything ready, prepared to watch the game tonight. Oh, you can sleep in the next day. Uh, it's so good. Who's sleeping in? I got two kids. Nobody. I got sleeping three in kids. Yeah.
1: Who's sleeping no, in? No, don't wake up, Daddy, before eight a.m.
2: Six a.m. is happening. All and but I'm still sleeping in in our job. All I would say, though, Key, it, it's interesting for me. I would say Clay got going. I still don't feel like we've seen Supernova Clay yet, right? Which is for for a, a big time game four that I kind of feel that this is a must win for Golden State. It's a oh, must no win.
3: I, I think it's a. I think personally, it's a must-win for both units. I, 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 yeah. and I, and the reason I say that is when you look up, you rather certainly, as you know, Jay, you rather be three than one, no question about it. But all of a sudden, you two and two, and you going up against a Golden State Warrior team with all that experience and understanding that things like cre- doubts creep in your mind. I don't give a damn how successful you've been on the road in the regular season or seven and zero on the road in in but- in the playoffs. The finals are a different situation. You don't want to have an opportunity to, to annihilate someone and then you let them creep back in. That's just my only point why I believe it's a big game for both teams.
2: I, I just feel like if Boston loses, Boston has some element of co- co- confidence that they've won one in Golden State, right? Even though they came back. Down double digits in the fourth quarter, like they won one. It's two yeah, prong. It's two prong. Not only me?
1: wait, not only the obvious two to two versus three to one, but the horizons for Boston look longer than Golden State. Clay mentioned it. You know, the clock is ticking on this Golden State nucleus on Steph, Clay, Dre, and and so I think therefore key. Not only is a three one hole obviously different than a two two series, even if the other team came back on you to get to two two. But Boston is looking at two young superstars, two young stars who've had a lot of success together already, 25 or under, versus Golden State, who, you know, Draymond looks a half step slow in this series. Clay has already had a couple now, catastrophic injuries. But see, injuries. This, is,
3: this is what kills me with y'all sports talk radio kind of guys yeah, all, you, you, you all of a sudden a
2: sports talk radio all,
3: all of a sudden on. draymond looked a step slow well he didn't look a step slow in game two he didn't look a step slow in three quarters of
2: the first game y'all need to stop but trying he did in to flip game it. three key, oh god key, key, stop man key. so he had he had a he had a great game too right His that line a man does in all these games have 15 points and 15 personal fouls yeah I, and I, jaylen just, brown they, wanted him in as that as a game. primary defender in this series key Like, individuals are shooting 49% against them. That means one of every two shots basically is going in. We done
3: brought up all these statistics about Draymond Green because they lose and he had a bad game. Uh, I I just can't, Jay. I can't keep, I can't play that game. Those
2: those are opinions based on the facts that are the stats, so key. I I understand there's opinions based on the facts that's the stats. But
3: in game two, those stats were still there from game one. That's my point, and, though, Key. And we didn't bring him up. That's, no, we, we didn't say did one damn no, thing no, about
2: we it. We did bring him up. We talked about how impactful he was in the game. Look at his stat line and in no, game no, three. No, yes, it was it, nowhere it, close to it, game it, two. Yes, so y- when yes. two out of the three games are crappy games, that's going to be the reason why and we're going to talk about Pat Draymond Green's impact.
1: Pat Beverly brought this up on this just in yesterday, 2 p.m. Eastern ESPN. <laughs> he said that Jalen Brown is hunting. He's hunting. Draymond, he wants Draymond. When the star on the other team says, I want that dude, and then gives him the business consistently, it's a bad look. Guy coming off his rookie year, who's already the face of his city? Well, that was fast. Plus, MJ or Chris Brown, your call's next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes
4: when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens?
3: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger
2: for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. <laughs> Friday, boy. Catch me on the west side with the windows down, Key.
3: Yeah, for sure. Man, I man, I, I rock with him all day, but MJ though is just is, is different,
2: man. One is
3: one is, gold, you can't, you can't, one is gold. One is gold and one is
1: platinum. It's different. You I, I, can't compare something that happened 40 years ago to happen something that happened more you recently. You do it every day in all your takes. No. No, I always contextualize. Always. He got you. Hey, he got you on that one. <laughs> no, 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 uh, but Max. Key, I'm never, I'm never, you gotta take it in the context of its era. I'm not saying Chris Brown didn't hit hard. I'm saying that he didn't he did like his stuff didn't land hard. I'm Jeez. saying that that Michael Jackson, the impact of Michael Jackson on popular culture in his day
3: was that. exponentially I'm the, bigger.
2: I'm not saying I'm not I'm not arguing. No, he just said he's just is, saying he
3: believes Mike is more uh, uh Chris Brown is more talented. Did MJ and I and That's I a, push back on that just, because I seen Michael Jay? You have you ever seen Michael in concert at
2: all? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, I met MJ. I met him. No, but I'm, I'm saying, have you seen him in concert? I just didn't look into his eyes. What did no, you that see was him in again. concert? too, but Michael too. Huh? Yes, did I've, you seen, seen, him I've con- seen him in concert. Yes.
3: See, I saw him in concert at least. I saw him in concert five times in my life. OK, I've I seen the victory, tour. I've seen all. I mean, I've seen it Austin i seen the Same Dodger they got Stadium. got Jackson 5 back it, together. Oh, huh? I saw it all, man. It was six by then. I saw it all. I saw him at a public. I saw him at a, a fundraiser event where, where he left the stage and everybody still was there. An hour waiting for him to come back out. He was already at home. People was crying. Yeah, it was just a, it's, it's it was a different it, it's experience. It's when you I, talk about talent, I Jay, I understand
2: the impact of it. I'm just saying, like, have you ever been to a, a Chris Brown concert? Like, yeah. Have you? No, no not I don't. Let, I don't really, really like going to concerts.
1: Not. I don't really like going to concerts. I'm
2: just yeah. saying, like, I, I know what you guys are saying. I'm not comparing what? the impact worldwide. I'm just saying the talent within itself, the dancing, everything combined. But here's this
1: is what I'm saying, Chris Jay. Brown, this is better than MJ. Take it to sports. If you said. Who could do more things dunking the ball than Vince Carter? Probably no one, right? But uh, Dr. J- maybe. Oh, okay, exactly. Okay, let's take <laughs> Zach Levine. Dr. J. was ridiculously talented, but he didn't have Dr. J. and Michael Jordan and everything to base his stuff on. So the raw talent is as high. Dr. J. had as much raw talent. As anyone who ever lived, but the the what he did with the talent is not going to be as advanced as some dudes who came after him because Man, they can build on what but, he but, did. But,
3: but, but Max, Michael Jackson was advanced. Oh, I'm yes. not saying he's not. Came up, up with saying, the damn moonwalk.
2: He's, saying, he's diminishing I'm, Chris Brown because no. he's saying Chris Brown is just building upon what it's Michael not Jackson. Dem- it's not a matter of well, diminishing that, that, that's Chris very, Brown.
3: That is very true. That's what you're doing. That, that if that's what Max is doing that's very true. Feels to me Brown, that's what he's doing, you know. But Chris Brown is building he's He's certainly he's certainly building on what Michael Jackson yeah, created sure. and, yeah. and did. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah. It's yeah. not I don't know anybody in in pop pop culture, anybody in the entertainment business, music whatever. That's getting ready to tell you Chris Brown is more talented than Michael Jackson. Hey, Key, you know what? I, I don't care don't. what Jay
1: says. He's entitled to his own opinion. I think Michael Jackson is very talented. But, but Jay, <laughs> you're entitled to your own opinion. <laughs> Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. We're brought to you by Mako. When life throws you uh-ohs, just say, better get Mako. Go to mako.com to get an online estimate today. People want to talk about this, by it's the way. just
2: Jack Del Rio me. That's what you just did. I
1: mean the— <laughs> What?
4: Hey,
2: whoa.
1: <laughs> whoa. Like Once again, phrasing.
4: What? Hey, (laughs) (laughs) phrasing. What that means is Uh, saying some really stupid stuff. It's really Friday.
1: Marlon and Rochester wants to get in on this.
3: Yeah, uh, I mean, hands down, it's Michael Jackson. Chris Brown get all his moves from Michael Jackson, and Michael Jackson get all his rules from the original James Brown. And I called in a couple months ago, and I'm going to remind you guys again: Patrick Mahomes is overrated. And one more thing I got to say is everybody getting the Rams credit for signing all these players. Tampa did it before. You know what I'm saying? Then one more other thing I like to say is I bet you Tampa win the Super Bowl this year. Man, how old are you? Me? I'm 51 all you was, bro. Oh,
2: Tampa. Okay. <laughs> right. he, he uh, no, no, I'm this young, I'm younger
3: than you. I just wanted to know because, you know, when you say Michael yeah. Jackson, I just needed to know. That's all. Yeah, that's yeah, it's like an age. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Patrick Mahomes is overrated, but he threw 50 touchdowns his first full year as a starter. He's already won a, a Super lot of Bowl and an I'm MVP and a Super Bowl MVP. Come on, man. Yeah. Derek in Chicago wants a piece of this, too. Go ahead, Derek.
3: Yeah, so uh, this nonsense woke me up out of my sleep. Uh, Jay Will is <laughs> absolutely right. Yes! <laughs> uh, Chris Brown is far more talented than Michael Jackson. Oh. It's like it, it doesn't necessarily make him better. I think he's better, but Kyrie Irving is far more talented than Magic Johnson.
1: No, 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 no. You see? see, you're conf- you're conflating two different words. You conf- wait, wait, let me. Ask, hold on. How old are you?
3: Talented. Twenty nine. Okay. Okay. That's here's why. Der- here's der- here's what people do. Key. There you go. You they conflate man.
1: talent <laughs> and skills. Talent is your capacity to do something. Skills is how you refine that capacity. Right. If you want to say Kyrie is more. Skill- skilled than whoever, than A.I. or whoever, okay. But to say he's more talented, man, if A.I. were playing today, stop. No one's more talented than Allen Iverson. He just didn't have a whole extra generation of players to build on. Sounds that, like excuses to me. Did. Anyway,
2: uh, uh, Dave Kaplan, uh, you're a Chicago guy. I, I, I don't know where you stand on this whole thing, but like this whole M.J., Chris Brown, it's not a debate in my opinion. I think Chris Brown is more talented overall then Michael Jackson, where do you stand on this issue?
5: Uh, for me, it's Michael Jackson's, like, secretariat at the Belmont. This ain't even close, Jay. Oh, you goodness, should man. be embarrassed. Nah. Chris Brown, yes. Oh, Very God. talented, great. Mike Jackson, stop yourself. Yeah. This is a, a generation.
2: Get this thing. dude, all, man. All, all you old guys. It's like, it, I, it has
3: nothing to do with being old. Man, around,
1: Jay game. thinks the world.
2: I grew up with Chris Brown, Michael too. Michael Jackson, you know.
1: Jay thinks the world started in 1997.
2: Well, I mean. No, 2007.
1: 2016. Yeah. <laughs> right, 97 is going back too far you guys, already. You guys
2: are 50 years old in 2007.
1: What do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> we,
3: just have, we just have experience in life. That's,
1: Cap. that's, that's the, the way model. to do it. Yeah. So, Cap, David Kaplan we're talking to, co-host of Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000. Cap, uh, Justin Fields was seeing taken yep. batting practice at Wrigley Field yesterday. Which uh, mm-hmm. led us to ask, who's the face of Chicago sports right now?
5: Yeah, you explain. Probably somebody in a front office because everybody seems to be rebuilding, other than the White Sox. <laughs> um, I would have to totally say the Russo. face of Chicago sports is indeed Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. it has got to be hockey. Look, Patrick Kane's an amazing player. He's the best U.S. born player ever. He's going to Hall of Fame, but it's hockey. I, and that's not a shot. It's just a fact. Nobody on the current version of the Bulls is the face of the team. Um, the Cubs, no, stop, no chance. The White Sox, no. They got a good team, but no, they have nobody that's the face of Chicago. It's Justin Fields, and it's not close.
3: Yeah, it, feel, it feels that way, though, right? It feels like Justin Fields, the biggest, the biggest sport in Chicago, because, like you said, the Bulls are – or no, have no real, real face there, and when you're the quarterback of an NFL team, and he's unique, he's young, he, it, 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 it yeah. When you look at it, it's got to be Justin Fields.
2: It's well, got to be Cap. That's the thing that's it's interesting. and I know that for a guy that you know didn't play a lot of games last year and kind of was like fighting back and forth with Andy Dalton and company, and obviously the coaching situation and Matt Nagy. You, you do have DeMar DeRozan in the city who was in the MVP conversation. Now, I know they fizzled out early, but, wow, one dude was in the MVP conversation. Like, he gets no consideration?
5: No, not even cl- He <sighs> wouldn't even be number two for me.
2: Who would be number two? Patrick like Zach- Patrick, Patrick, Patrick Kane?
5: Uh, oh, boy. Uh, Zach Levine certainly would be somebody I would consider. It, it's much more of Zach's town than – Mars town. Like, people like Demarstown, They love that he had a great year, but they're like, okay, dude showed up and had one really good year. He's not the face of Chicago sports. It's not even close.
3: No. Yeah. No shot. You know, with, with that being said, how much pressure, though, overall, is it on the Chicago Bears, Justin Fields?
5: Oh, God. There's a ton of pressure. First of all, I truly think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. And that's okay because they picked their lane. They let Khalil Mack walk and Akeem Hicks walk and Allen Robinson walk. Like, did nothing to improve this team in terms of free agency. Nothing. And they didn't have a first-round pick. So they're going to pick their lane, and a year from now they'll have $150 million in cap space and hopefully a top-five pick. So Justin has to have at least a decent season. Like, we have to look and our eyes have to go, yeah, that dude's a really good player. They just got to get help for him around him. They just got to keep him alive. I don't know if that offensive line can protect him. I don't know who he's throwing to. I mean, you know, all of a sudden the people around here who are, you know, they would think the Bears are going to win the Super Bowl. If, if I was playing for them, there are people, oh, Byron Pringle and Equanemia St. Brown, these dudes are going to just ball up. I don't see that. I don't. So we'll see where this team goes, but there is pressure on Justin, and I think he's up to it. I think he had a comment to the media recently. He said, I know what I'm in for, and I was built for this. So Mm. let's go.
1: David Kaplan, host of Cap and J Hood on ESPN 1000. With us, Keyshawn J. Willimax, ESPN Radio. So White Sox skipper Tony La Russa. Uh, cap he walks oh, Trey boy. Turner in a one two. Ca- By the way, I- I'll tell you right now, I had no problem with. I, I oh, agree boy. with Larusa, but okay, he walks Trey Turner in a one two count yesterday to face Max Muncy, who then hit a three run home run to put the game out of reach. Th- th- mm-hmm. th- here's the question asked to Tony Larusa and his response about why, with a one two count, does he walk Trey Turner and then pitch to Max Muncy? Can you explain the, uh, the thought process on the intentional walk with. Um,
5: with uh, to Turner? Turner. At 1 2 on the count. So let me ask you a question. Okay. Is, there, is there some question about whether that was a good move or not? At, well, I guess at
1: 1 2 is the question, at the count.
5: You know one, what two. he hits against left hand pitching with 0 one, oh, 1
0: or two strikes? You know what he hits? He well. well, you know what Muncy hits with two strikes with against left hand pitcher? Uh, I mean, is that really a question? Because it was 1 and 2?
5: Turner was a, a strike left against a left-hander. It's not something you can avoid if you can. And we had an open base, and Muncie happened to be the guy behind him, and that's a better matchup. Here again, somebody disagrees. That's, that's the beauty of this game. Welcome to it. But that, that wasn't a tough call. Was there a reason for waiting until 1-2, though? Not huh? it, was there a reason to not do it right away and wait till 1-2? Well, that's when, they, that's when the, the pitch got away.
1: So when he says that's when the pitch got away, in other words – he they were he he throws a wild pitch and or he throws a ball the, the the a wild pitch in which the runner advances to second base so now it's one two um, what do you think about that cap
5: yeah I completely disagree with Tony and the numbers are that Trey Turner I believe it's two fifty nine he hits with two strikes which is elite I mean that is really really elite in the game of baseball. But on a 1-2 pitch, you're going – first of all, I was talking to Scott Podsednik, who's our analyst who played for the 05 World Championship. Yeah, left field and center field. He said, said, I could tell you that had I been in the on-deck circle or any other major leaguer, you feel so disrespected. You are firing me up beyond belief walking into that batter's box. And if you go back and watch the video of Max Muncie when he hit home plate, it was as profane and directed at La a tirade as I've seen in a while. And he was offended. So, yeah, I would not have done what Tony did. I vehemently disagree with him, and I thought it was an awful decision. But,
1: but
3: Capsy, I yeah, find you it completely – Yeah, but when, you, when it's 1-2 when it's with first base open because somebody's on second, I mean, I, I get his thought process and his thinking – But that is disrespectful. Cap, now all of a sudden you're moving on from the at-back guy to the on-deck circle guy because you feel you could just, I'm an easy layup for you. And now Muncie steps up to the plate and goes yard. That that may be. But, Key, that may be.
1: And those are reasons why you wouldn't want to do it. But – but it, to I don't consider it controversial at all. You may disagree with the call, but the bottom no, it's line is not
3: controversial.
1: It's just a bad
3: managing. I don't think it's it is. a bad managing decision. It didn't turn out well, but guys, Cap just said the dude hit two fifty
1: nine. No, but two fifty nine nowadays with two strikes isn't bad. His OPS is over seven hundred, and the and twenty seven plate appearances versus lefties with a two strike count before yesterday. Max Munsey. Was batting hundred with a four eighty three OPS. Like he, the
5: the
3: point is, yeah, it's, but Max Mercury's getting a, a a clean bill. But, he's okay. still walking up there. He, exactly, zero, he zero. got he get the, he's getting a clean bill walking up there with 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 two guys on now because you intentionally walked him and put him at first with the guy at second. I understand a lefty and a lefty. I've never subscribed to a lefty on a lefty, a righty on a righty. If you can bat, you can bat. Yeah, but platoon, I understand but, the, platoon the way baseball analytics yeah. look at it, but if, if I can swing the wood, I can swing the, the wood. The pl- platoon splits exist. I mean, lefties have a
1: hard time a lot of times with seeing lefties because they don't see a lot of them. They don't hit well against them, so they see fewer of them, et cetera, to compounds. But the bottom line is open base now, a right-hander's, a, 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 a right-hander's up against a left-hander, mm-hmm. He hits pretty well with two strikes, which sometimes happens. Cap guys look for contact more at two strikes. The you manager's walked, like, "We have case, an, hold hold on, key." The manager's like, "We have an open base. I'm, I'd rather face the lefty with men on first and second than the righty with a guy in scoring position." So why,
3: so why not intentionally just walk him in the first place? Is that because the wild pitch came and we advanced the guy the second? So you made the decision, mid count, that you're going to walk him? Is that why? Because otherwise, you could have just intentionally why. walked him when he stepped up to the plate. Because
1: yeah, it may be that Larusa looks and goes. He As a two-strike hitter, this guy looks for contact more and contacts all you need with a guy in scoring position. If he's on second base and a guy hits a single, he could score a run. On first base, not so much. I get it. I'm not saying, it, look, it didn't work out, but I don't find it controversial. Good or, it
3: didn't work out. I'm a Dodger fan any damn way. <laughs> what do you think,
1: Cap? All right, last word, Cap, on that.
5: Yeah, one. I just thought it was – look, the pitcher was Bennett Souza. It, it was not like Max Scherzer was out there. And I'm with Keith. You're telling me if a lefty's coming to the plate and I got a real average, mediocre lefty, or I got a stud righty. Well, the book says I got to go to the lefty. That's the dumbest baseball I've ever heard. The dumbest. I'm going to bring in a crappy guy because he throws from the left side.
1: But the, I don't guy, get it. but the but they the look. so-called that that like the that move though is against the guy who hits left-handed pitchers with two strikes. I don't know what it is. I have to look up the splits without like like a minor leaguer, like a guy who's not even a major leaguer, versus a guy who hits him pretty well. I listen anyway. This is a team cap. I'm asking
5: a team. I'm asking Dr. Sousa on the mound, Bennett Sousa, to get one strike, dude, or at the very least. Can you not say to him, have a mound visit, you've got six of them, walk out there and say, uh, all right, here's the deal. We'll try and have him get himself out. I don't want anything in the middle of the plate. Throw him down and away, big sweeping breaking ball, maybe it's – and if he walks, fine. You aren't enraging Max Muncy getting in the batter's box
1: who feels disrespected. This is a team, Cap, that had World Series aspirations, Right. Now, I don't think uh-huh. they're out of it. They were they 5 games back. Now they're 3 games below 500, but that division is not unwinnable. Is La Russa on the hot seat?
5: No, absolutely not even a little bit. I mean, no, because he was hired by the owner. He's one of Jerry Reinsdorf's best friends. He fired him in the in '86 I think it was, and Jerry said it's the single biggest mistake I ever made was firing Tony And so he said, "I'm bringing this dude back. He is not firing Tony Larusa. No chance."
1: I'm trying to think: How close is Larusa? And I'm not
5: saying he should. I still think this team has been so banged up with injuries and COVID. They're going to get all their dudes back here in the next two weeks. Tim Anderson, Aloy Jimenez, uh, Lance
1: Lynn. I still think they win the division. Yeah, I was going to say like. How close is Tony Larusa to the face of Chicago team sports? Like, it's, it's not a, there's not a lot to choose from at the moment, in fact. David Cap, no. from Cap and Jay Hood. Cap, thanks, as always, for joining us this morning. All right, Cap. You bet. You guys have a great weekend. And remember, Jay, it's not Chris Brown.
5: But...
2: <laughs> All right, Cap. If you say so, but I'm rolling with C. Breezy over Michael we'll see Jackson.
1: Ya. Ooh, that's bold, Jay. What? Michael Jackson. Yeah,
2: I'm, Jay, the only you, one, you, you, I'm not you, the you. only one at the network that believes this, by the way.
3: Hey, but that, these people at this network don't know what the hell they're listening to. Uh, <laughs> Vincent Price. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, look, man, you know, float to the you know, whatever, whatever whatever gives you, whatever makes you happy. You Kate. know, what did Thriller sell? Like 50 million records? I'm not saying who had higher career earnings. That's not, that's not my thing. You're trying to make this into this debate around all these other subjects. I'm not doing that. Billie Jean is what he's in the
1: moonwalk like That's all. Awesome.
2: <laughs> Woo. No girl. Billie Jean. <laughs> Play that, Yates. Where's that We
1: tried at? to break him up, and now every other team in the NBA up. would sign up for a Brown-Tatum duo. That's next, ESPN Radio, ESPN 2. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Matt's, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.